You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with season four, episode 23, the Jeff Boogaboom of episodes. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Happy New Year. It is officially the first episode of 2023. So I'm wishing everybody a a happy New Year. And if you're celebrating the holiday and have off today, Monday, uh, congratulations. I do not, unfortunately. So uh, if you're listening to this, I will be in the midst of a huge depression of uh, the January, February grind to get back to sunlight nicer weather uh just to get on the other side of that hump of the january february grind uh thank god we have hockey uh there's no olympic break or anything like that so we're just gonna go straight through and the new york rangers seem to be in this you know up one down one dog fight of the season so it's just gonna be a grind for them a grind for us fans and we just have to take it one game, one week at a time here and, you know, see where we end up because it's just, you, you, it's a flip of a coin. It's like some days they want to play and some days, eh, don't worry about it. We're good. We'll get them next game. So uh, we're in the middle of, you know, the World Juniors, unbelievable tournament so far, uh, especially if you're a United States fan, uh, if you're a Canada fan, a lot to be pumped about, uh, you know, moving forward with Bedard you know, breaking Canada's record or Lindros's record, I should say. And uh, yeah, we just, uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting podcast. I'll try to keep it positive here today, uh, even though that was a tough, tough Tampa Bay Lightning game to get through. We'll touch on that for sure. Uh, and we'll get into, uh, you know, I'll talk about a little bit about my feelings of the Winter Classic. And uh, yeah, so, you know, to start the podcast off, uh, I just want to be transparent here. There is, let's see, as soon as the thing goes away, um, a minute 45 left in the game. The New York Rangers are up 5-3 to three against the Florida Panthers. So before we get into that game, uh, I just want to touch on you know the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. <sighs> well, I think that's what everyone did after watching that game. Such a frustrating game. Again, our power play just lets us down. 46 shots on goal, only one goal. 
just not going to be good enough when you're going against the Tampa Bay Lightning. You got to make them pay. You got to be able to win the special teams game. We did not. Um, you know, we were pretty disciplined, you know, only taking one penalty there. Uh, it just, you know, for the New York Rangers to be successful, we're going to have to click on all cylinders and we can't let any aspect of our game, you know, take a hit. And we have still just been putrid on the power play. And I don't know what the answer is. If you're just going to keep throwing the same guys out there, you're probably going to get the same results. And I know, you know, I know Gallant has the mentality that, you know, he's just ride and die with the with the big guns here. And I get that. But you have some players that are playing some really good hockey. And it's a shame that they're not given an opportunity to be on that first power play. Now, it's just, um, you know, it's just a frustrating, frustrating, you know, product to watch when, you know, you're capable of being better. You know, we saw what the power play was last year. I just think if you add a little bit of movement, you take Kreider off because he's no, they're just leaving him alone. They're not even guarding. A guy that scored over 50 goals last year is being left alone in front of the net. He is not a threat. He's not a threat to do anything. He can't even tip the puck. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. So, um, you know, if the Rangers can just get the power play going and win the special teams battle, it's going to open up their whole game. It really is because, you know, they're going to be able to get pot in a goal or two every single game. And instead, you know, we're battling uphill, you know, especially like we did against a team like the Lightning where, listen, they gave you opportunities. You had opportunities to score. You had 46 shots on goal. Yeah, they're not all scoring chances, but shit, man, if you got 46 shots on goal, I don't care who's in net. You better be able to score too. And if you go over three on the power play, that's just embarrassing. It's it's just brutal. So again, you know, you got guys like Panarin, you know, blank check on his stat line, five over five minutes on the power play. Kreider, blank check on the on the power play, or blank check on the on the stat line, you know, over five minutes on the power play. And Zabanajad, you know, he had he had the lone goal for the New York Rangers. Um yeah, it was a it was a five on five goal, and you know he, he play, again also played over five minutes on the power play. I, I just I, I don't know, man. I really don't know. If you look at Kako, thirty seconds on the power play. Um, where's Heedle here? Forty seven seconds on the power play. Krasov, forty seven seconds on the power play, and you know I'm not looking at him, but you know, and then Vinny Trocheck pay, playing just over th- three minutes on the power play. It's just it's really frustrating to watch. It's like we don't even have option two, you know, I'm sorry, but if, if the power play one after what they've been doing goes over two, change it up. And I'm not saying take Mika off. I'm just saying like rotate another guy through there. Take, take Kreider off. What is he actually doing? You know, at least Panarin seems to be shooting a lot more, which I appreciate, which I think he needs to do because if the Rangers have a two shot threat on the power play, Again, it might open up the opportunity to get Zibanejad more looks. But that means Panarin has to shoot sometimes and can't just be, you know, a, a, you know, a blind no-look pass to, to Zibanejad to score back door. It's just not going to always work like that. Um, I'd like to see Fox be a little bit more active and take more shots. Just, just chuck it on net. You know, it, it can't be too hard because, you know, God knows Kreider can't, you know, pick up the puck and, and tip it this year after, you know, being able to score off his ass, you know, every other game last year. So yeah, just a tough, tough, um, you know, 
tough game. Tough game to be up and then, you know, them to tie it in third and then eventually win it in overtime. Just a really, man, that was a gut-wrenching loss and uh, not good. Not good to end the year. But as of right now, the New York Rangers, let's see if the game's over. I should, I don't know why I had it. Yeah, it's over. 5-3 final for the New York Rangers. A lock, 31 saves tonight. Uh, yeah, I think it's his third win in the last four starts. So he's, you know, been feeling good about himself. I'm glad. You know, he gets another win and, and you know, Trocek gets a big goal against his old team. That's a good road win to start the year off. New York Rangers undefeated in 2023. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Um, yeah, so where does that put, put us in the standings right now? The New York Rangers are, I hate that they do this. Like, just give us, just don't give us division standings. Give us the wildcard standings off the bat. That should be the default. Um, the New York Rangers have 46 points in 38 games played. That puts us in a wild card spot, but you know the Islanders will have a game in hand. Pittsburgh will have two games in hand, uh, and then you know the Buffalo Sabers might as well. Uh, I don't think they'll lose again. I really don't. Eight one and one in their last ten, one six in a row. They're a team that's going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Absolutely. Detroit's cooled off a little bit, thank God. But, you know, it looks like the battle's going to be set. It's going to be the Florida Panthers, the Buffalo Sabres, New York Rangers, and the New York Islanders. I think Pittsburgh's too good of a team. Uh, I think they'll separate themselves for the pack. I think you're looking at a four-team race for that second wildcard spot. Then um, that's where we are. Uh, Washington, 8-1-1 in the last 10. They're just a juggernaut powerhouse of the NHL, the Washington Capitals. Uh, Ovechkin um, just doesn't stop scoring. It's unbelievable. It's like if he gets three goals, it's like, okay, next. It's like no one even bats an eye anymore. The guy's scoring hat tricks left and right. That's unbelievable. But, you know, again, you know, the Rangers take care of business against a a team that is, you know, going to be fighting for that last playoff spot. And, you know, here we are. We didn't get as many shots on goal, but we go two for four in the power play. Um, you know, we, we just, that, that's what wins you hockey games. I know it's, it's kind of cliche, but if you win the special teams battle, you're probably going to win the game. And the New York Rangers, you know, scored twice on the power play, four, drew four penalties. You make them pay for their mistakes. That's, you know, hockey one-on-one here. It's nothing, you know, it's no, there's no secret remedy here. And, you know, I, I just feel like the New York Rangers just have to keep it simple, have to keep plugging. You know, Trocek gets a power play goal and, and Mika gets a power play goal to start us off. And, you know, thank God Mika's hot because, uh, you know, we need that top line to be a, be a huge threat. Kako looks good. It looks really good, actually. And, you know, the New York Rangers got a big win. And, you know, again, like I said, I will applaud them when... There's something to applaud about, and I will knock them when I think there's something to be knocked on. And, you know, right now, the New York Rangers, the biggest knock I have is their inconsistency, their inconsistency on the power play. Um, you know, they, they're just up and down every single game. And, you know, the New York Rangers need to find that, you know, I don't know what it is, like a, a, a an extra gear, an extra, you know, they, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. They just need to get better. They need to do the little things better. 
And it starts, you know, on the power play. It starts with our top guys just not performing. So, yeah, um, I have to say, Braden Schneider, unbelievable. He's really turned into a hell of a player. Thank God we have him down there on our bottom pairing. Um, Once again, him and Harper both get assists. Fox says two assists. Listen, Trouba played even hockey. It's all you can expect from a guy playing almost 23 minutes. Um, You know, it's just... You shake your head, you know, how much Troop is making compared to, you know, everybody else. And it's just like you want him to play break even hockey. It's just bad. It it just, and I know Andy touched on this before, but Gallant talking about Jones and uh, Hayek and basically saying that they didn't play well enough. They're too inconsistent to get a spot on the last pairing. You want to talk about inconsistency? Really? All right, let's talk about inconsistency here. How about uh, Artemi Panarin? How about, you know, as of recent, you can give him a pass, but Mika's a manager at the start of the season. Inconsistency, you want to know what, we'll get into this, what Kreider is in his last, like, 10 games. All right, I know, you know, I know I had a couple points tonight, but, you know, big whoop. He gets it because he's force-fed minutes on the power play uh, and constantly given opportunities to play on the top line, constantly, when he doesn't deserve it. Um, you know, Jacob Truba making $8 million a year. He's earned his spot. He, I know he's the captain, but you guys made him the captain. He didn't like earn that through, you know, some fan vote or, you know, he wasn't elected that by the league. It's not an award given out. You guys made him captain and he's been the most inconsistent player since he's been here, you know, and there's nothing else to really to really say about Truba other than, listen, I know the guy cares and he might be, you know, a good locker room guy. Rah, rah. Let's go boys. Let's have a good hockey game. That's not, that's not good enough. You, you need to lead by example sometimes. And he just, he, he has awful, awful games. And for Gallant to say those two kids were too inconsistent to earn a spot in this lineup. I mean, Jesus, those two kids well, got to be shaking their head, being like, well, half the, t- half the time I'm better than, you know, our, our $8 million captain defenseman on this hockey team. So Gallant can pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, shit, if you, if, you don't, if you truly feel that those two guys are just not good enough to be there, first off, I wouldn't even say, don't say it like that. I mean, that's ridiculous. New York Rangers need to say it like, you know, I mean, Gallant needs to, you know, come out with a message saying like, listen, no one has played themselves into that position. We like what we've seen so far, but we're going to still keep giving people opportunity to win that spot. And that's all you got to say. Don't say that they haven't been inconsistent enough and knock them. You know, kind of, you can twist your words a little bit to make it sound like it's no one's fault. It's just we want to see, you know, different people in different spots. I mean, it's, there's a difference there. It might be subtle, but it, there's a huge difference. And he doesn't come off looking like a complete idiot. And, you know, I'm sure Andy will have something to say about it because I know he was pretty riled up about Gallant and his remarks. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's tough because the whole everything's been inconsistent. It's been the coaching. It's been the play. It's been our all-stars. It's been our fourth line. Uh, you know, goaltending's been pretty steady, Eddie. I can't really complain. I know Halak has had a couple bad games, but, you know, the Rangers never did anybody justice for those, uh, you know, for Igor and Halak. So, 
you know, it is what it is. You can't really goaltending has nothing to do with this team's inconsistency. It has everything to do with our top guys playing mediocre at best. Hockey fans light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Excuse me, I just had five guys for dinner to cap off uh, you know, the, the, the holiday season. Everyone knows that this week doesn't really exist in terms of calories and alcohol and just fun. So. Uh, yeah, I capped it off with five guys. We got the extra. We got a cheeseburger. Didn't know that came with two patties, though, automatically. I went out and I splurged and I got the, the another patty as an addition. And I had three patties. A little too much. Too much. I do not need three patties on the burger. Absolutely do not. Uh, and it, unfortunately, the listeners are paying the price because I keep burping into the microphone. But anyway... Uh, yeah, New York Rangers, huge win, you know, tonight, uh, against the Florida Panthers makes you feel a little bit good that they're able to get it, uh, get it done tonight. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I know this is always bad, but you know, the New York Rangers are going to have a tough month coming. There's a ton of games in January, ton of games. And, you know, for the New York Rangers to, you know, they need to either, you know, beat the teams that you can beat and, you know, play 500 hockey against the top teams in the league. But, you know, there's got to be some sort of consistency here on the winning side, you know. Um, again, we had a nice stretch there, but that was to even out the losing streak that we kind of had. So, yeah, it's great that you can point to a, a nice winning streak we had all December. James, what are you talking about? We, you know, we played a great December. Not really, though, because your November was shit. We played like shit prior, and we just climbed ourselves back into, um, you know, climbed ourselves back into the conversation here. So, you know, for the New York Rangers to sit here and hang their hat on what they did in December is crazy. Uh, right now, point percentage-wise, they're on the outside looking in, so they better keep winning hockey games, and it gets, doesn't get much easier. I mean, the, over the next two weeks, you got the Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday, right? one of the hottest teams in the NHL just beat the devils in a shootout. They just got Aho back. So if you think that they're going to be, let's see what they are. And yeah, they're 10 Oh and in their last 10, just one 11 in a row. That's a fucking hockey team right there. And we have to play them next game. So good luck. All right. Then we got the Montreal Canadians. You can say what you want, but they're a pesty, pesty team that will make you pay. If you give them opportunities, and then you play the New Jersey Devils on Saturday, 1 p.m. game. It's going to be a battle on the road. I know, I know, you know, it's not in our own building. That probably actually works for us since we stink in our own building, but it is what it is. And then next week, you know, only two games at home. We have, you know, the Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. And then, you know, it's a gauntlet the next two weeks with six hockey games. You got Montreal, you know, Columbus on the road, 
Boston, Florida, Toronto, and Vegas. Jesus, to end, (laughs) oh my God, to end the month of January, you have Boston, Florida, Toronto, and Vegas. Boston, Toronto, and Vegas being some of the best hockey teams in the National Hockey League. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But, you know, this is what, you know, this is what, you know, the season is, man. It's, it's a tough league to play in. We are playing in a tough division. We are playing in a tough conference, a super competitive conference. And the New York Rangers can't, you know, wait for things to happen. They need to make things happen. And, uh, uh, yeah. Um, what else, what else, what else do we have? Um, Lafreniere being demoted, scratched, whatever you want to call call it. We spoke about this last podcast. It's just the kid's not good enough to play in the NHL, and that's just the sad part. He's not strong enough. He doesn't think the game quick enough. He's really ineffective. If you want to hang your hat on his five-on-five points, go right ahead. But if you are watching him play and watching him constantly turn the puck over, there's just no way you could trust him on the power play. He can't make a pass. So I don't know what makes him anyone think he's going to just all of a sudden be an all-star and get 90 points on the power play because that's not going to happen. But he's got more five-on-five points in his career than Stamkos did. Listen, if, this, that, that, if that's what you want to hang your hat on, you can go right ahead. You can call me an idiot, but you're just flat out wrong. It, it's, just, it's just crazy to even think that that guy is anywhere even remotely close to some of the names that I see him mentioned with. He's just not there. Strength-wise, he's too slow. He's too slow to do all the mechanics. He's just not an NHL hockey player. And I'm not saying he can't turn into one. He just needs to hit the weight room and go play a stint in the AHL. You know, go dominate. Go beat up on these guys. Go learn what it means to be a professional hockey player. Play a professional hockey, you know, player schedule. And, you know, it just can't be, you know, you're coddled. And what makes him different than a Jack Hughes, what makes him different than, you know, a, you know, well, I, I know it's a stretch, but like a Matthews and the other guys that were taken first overall. Um, what makes him different is because he got put onto a team that he's not the guy that they're building around. You know, he's not coming in to the New York Rangers to save the franchise. He was supposed to come in here and be a key addition, but he was never supposed to be the future of the New York Rangers. He might have been looked at like that in like a decade where he's going to be the future, but he's not, you know, year two, year three, year four, he's going to be the man. Everyone thought, you know, Panarin's still here. Fox is still here. Zibanejad's still here. You know, I think at that point they had Kreider signed, which he should have just got traded to Boston. I don't know why they didn't pull the trigger. We could have gotten a second round pick for him. Oh, to go back to that, to go back to Chris Kreider. This is the 50 goal scorer that gets force fed, that gets force fed um, a million minutes a game. Gets force fed PP1 minutes. If you want to go back, December 29th, nothing. December 27th against Washington, nothing. Islanders, December 22nd, nothing. 
December 20th against Pittsburgh. He had two goals. Okay. Chicago, December 18th. 7-1 win for the New York Rangers. Nothing. December 17th, a 6-3 win at Philly. Nothing. Toronto, a 3-1 win. Great win. December 15th. Nothing. December 12th, huge 4-3 win against the New Jersey Devils. Just a goal. Colorado, a 2-1 win. Great win. Nothing. Vegas Golden Knights, a 5-1, huge 5-1 win. Probably has to be a key part of that, right? Nope, nothing. How about a 6-4 win? That was to start us off. A 6-4 win December 5th against the St. Louis Blues. Six, six goals. What is he a part of? He had a goal. Hmm. So that's one, two, three, four goals in his last. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. Four goals with zero assists. Guys playing like probably played about 70 minutes worth of power play time and not a single assist being in front of the net. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I don't, I just don't know what, the, I just don't know how anyone can defend this guy anymore. It's just unbelievable. And I know he had a couple points tonight, but again, he's constantly moved and coddled to the first line, coddled on the power play. The guy does nothing. And yet he's protected constantly. And I don't care what kind of leader he is. I could be a good leader in the locker room. Are they going to pay me six and a half million? Because I can do nothing almost every game also. If I did nothing every single game, he's only really better than me two out of 11 games. I don't know. I know I'm talking out of my ass. But it is what it is. It just makes me so angry. But uh, all right, let's talk about some... uh, well, first, I'll, 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 my, my two cents on the Winter Classic. You have uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Boston Bruins at Fenway Park tomorrow. Um, I don't really like the outdoor game, I, and here, here's why. They just keep, they constantly talk about the elements, the elements. It's the way the game was supposed to be played. It's like, no, ever, stop talking about that. I don't want to, that's not, just treat it like a normal hockey game. You know, you can have all the theatrics of being on Fenway. You want to talk about the history of the Red Sox? That's fine. I'm just so sick and tired of hearing about the elements of the game, the ice, blah, 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 blah. If you want to update us on the ice in between periods, that's fine. But I don't need to be like a zoom in to like a dry spot or a dry spot, a wet spot on the ice. You know, I, I just I'm so sick of that stuff. It's really everything outside of the game gets ruins the actual game which is why i hate it um with that being said i'm not going to be watching it so i don't really care um i hope boston wins and beats pittsburgh that's the only reason that i care about the game otherwise it's just another hockey game on the schedule ruined by everyone in the media so uh and i've been to a few of them not 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 the greatest i went to the Philly Rangers were, I think, Rupp scored. Yeah, Rupp scored, and we won. And they gave, I think, Briere a shootout, or penalty shot, shootout, penalty shot. But uh, Henrik Lundqvist saved it. 
that was you know that was fun. Um, and then I went to the New York Rangers versus the uh, Islanders at Yankee Stadium, and boy, oh boy, that was just too cold. That was too cold. The game what is what it was. The weather just I cannot. Nope. No thanks. It was too much. Too much. Uh, I'd rather save my money and go to a couple regular season hockey games indoors in in the garden. Uh, All right. The World Juniors, uh, what a tournament so far. Um, Unbelievable matchups, just unbelievable games. Um, Jesus, the Swiss, you know, coming back and beating Slovakia, unbelievable finish, you know, the U.S. getting some puck luck there in that game and then, you know, being able to beat Finland, uh, you know, pretty convincingly is awesome. Uh, you know, Connor Bedard, I'm not even kidding when I say this. He's like got to be the best player I've ever seen play at his age. It's unbelievable. I mean, he really does everything. He thinks the game really smart. He's got like a killer instinct to him. Um, he's got a lot of drive. Uh, he's a good passer. Unbelievable shot. Um, I feel like I just feel like he's the full package. The only thing I worry about, and it's he's going to grow into himself, is his size at the NHL level. He's not going to have the time and space. He's going to have NHL size defense been constantly leaning on him, closing gaps. So you know, I think he's good enough to eventually figure things out. But you know, I think he's going to have his worst season his rookie year, and that's probably going to be right around. 60 to 70 points and then i think after that he's going to be looking at 90 plus points from there on out i think he's that good i think he's a crosby mcdavid ovechkin uh matthews-esque type player uh mckinnon i think he's on that level for sure uh amazing just an unbelievable so i guess that's the only good thing about missing the playoffs is everyone has a shot at bedard so uh, the U.S. plays Germany at 1,700 hours, and then they have 1,600 hours in parentheses. I don't know what that means. I really don't. I know what it means, but I don't know what it means. 1,700 hours would be 5 p.m. Does that mean 4 p.m. Eastern? Are we just catering to the Eastern Standard Time? Or does the computer know that I'm in the Eastern Time Zone, and it updates the website according to me? I don't know. I have no idea. So USA Germany, I'm going to assume it's a 4 p.m. game because that's when the U.S. has been usually playing. Um, I think the U.S. is certainly very capable and should beat the Germans, but a German team that's you know feisty and and you never know. It's just you you play one down game and the way this tournament has been going, you know Andy and I touched on it last podcast, but you know the gap is certainly closed. I don't see the firepower and depth that some of these teams have had in the future compared to like a depleted lineup. I feel like on any given night there can be upsets. And I think that's why you've had so many, this, you know, this tournament, you know, you saw Canada lose right off the bat, you know, U S lost right off the bat um, or not right off the bat. They lost their second game, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, Finland and Sweden don't look as dominant as they have looked in the past. I think they're certainly vulnerable. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting, um, you know, quarterfinals. You have Finland, Sweden. That's going to be an unbelievable game that 11 o'clock. I think that's an 11 a.m. game. I have no idea. 
we'll go with it. Um, and then you have the Czech versus Swiss. Czechia versus Swiss. That's going to be a toss-up, coin toss there. Uh, I think Czechia definitely has an advantage. I take them certainly, but you know, at the same time, I would not count Swiss out because they just been one of those teams where they don't quit. And, you know, the, that heart and that fucking drive sometimes gets you, you know, over the hump some games, as you saw against the Slovakia team. Uh, and then Canada, Slovakia, well, you have US, Germany at four, and then Canada, Slovakia at say, 18.30. Um, so that's a 7.30 start. Um, Canada, I think, should walk right through them. Bedard, it's just pretty unbelievable what he's been able to do. Um, I think he's, she's definitely leading the, Tournament in points, six goals, 12 assists. It's a joke. 18 points, and he's a plus 11. It's unbelievable. It really is. And, you know, I think for for him um, and, you know, fans of Canada, and I just think every hockey fan, you just you live for these moments watching hockey. You live for, you know, guys breaking records and seeing something special and the game progressing and just continuing to get better and better performances constantly you know coming through and and you know with this tournament being what it is and then his performance in it is just it makes it even better so um the u.s you know i should say canada is not the u.s's problem for a bit so you know hopefully then you know they can get the job done and uh we get to see that that uh matchup against canada other than that i got nothing uh i'm sorry i'm just drained it's been it's been a crazy up and down year for the new york rangers and it just you know you you feel it you know every single day and uh so i wish everyone a happy new year andy will be here next podcast for sure and you know the new york rangers have a lot of business to take care of over the next couple days uh, huge game against the Carolina Hurricanes. So let's see if the New York Rangers and how, well, let's just see what they're capable of doing against the hottest team in the NHL, a division rival, a team that they knocked out of the playoffs last year. It was hungry to beat them. Let's see what they got. Let's see what our quote unquote all-stars got. Let's see what Chris Kreider has in store for us. So um, let's go Rangers. Let's get the job done. And, uh, you know, let's see how we do. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod. And please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.